Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The DVC Show. Coming up, we're going to do our version, a DVC version of Sucks Doesn't Suck. Coming up next. The DVC Show is brought to you by DVCStore.com. You can save thousands of dollars by purchasing your DVC contract with DVCStore.com. Let their resale experts help welcome you home. And by Disboards.com. If you want to learn everything you'll ever need to know about Disney Vacation Club, visit the DVC forums on disboards.com and join in the conversation. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends from the DVC store, Mr. Jerry Saito. Hi, it doesn't suck. <laughs> um, uh, joining us via Skype, Mr. Pete Shidley. Hi there. And back on the controls, the fiasco. Fiasco. And, and okay, so fiasco sucks. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not saying another word. Okay, well, welcome, everybody. Hope your week is off to a good start. Before we get started, and I kind of explain how this show is going to go, for those who may not know, um, I just want to say, if you are a DVC owner, and you are looking to sell your DVC property, you need to give this guy over here to my left a call. I'd be happy to help. And uh, 800-550-6493. And, or dvcstore.com. Um, they go quick. Yeah. They, they go quick when they get listed, like under 30 days. Typically under 30 days, yep. And depending, especially if you have a smaller point contract you want to get rid of, those go in about 10 seconds. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Usually as soon as they're listed uh, within a couple hours, they're probably going to sell. Which also, duh, I forgot to mention this. I need to be mentioning this on every show. Uh, you guys started doing a text alert system. Um, if you're interested in buying contracts, um, you just send a text to uh, 88. You send uh, a text to 888 uh, there's a, there'll be a link in the show notes because you have to send which property you're interested in. Um, there's a special keyword, so like boardwalk to 888-111, and then there's a link. Lowercase, no spaces. Right. Know, yeah, case sensitive. It's all, yeah, it's all lowercase, no spaces. But uh, you'll get a text back with a link. You click that link. You fill in your information. You can select up to three different use years. And then anytime a new contract gets listed with the DVC store, that matches what you're looking for. So resort and use here, you will get a text letting you know. Um, so really cool. Uh, just head over to dvcstore.com and there's a link there on their homepage for it. But we'll have a link in the show notes just below this. Okay, so with that out of the way. Um, back uh, when I was hosting the, I don't think you guys have done it uh, since I stopped hosting the best and worst shows. I've never done this. I've seen, I've watched your videos, but I've never done it. So it's a great idea that Sean Falk had actually do, when we were uh, doing the best and worst shows um, called Sucks Doesn't Suck. So what I do is these guys don't know what, uh, what topic I'm going to throw out, but everybody has a paddle. One paddle says doesn't suck. One paddle says suck. So the rules are, I am going to throw out something, and there's you just got to react. Okay, there's no like, oh, I don't know, maybe you got to react. So whatever your first impulse is, that's the one that goes up. You can't switch. Okay, so let's start out with 
Olivia's at old restaurant at Old Key West. Paddles, please. The correct answer. Let's see what Jerry said. Doesn't suck. Oh, doesn't suck. Doesn't suck. Doesn't Pete? Suck. Doesn't suck. So, I've never eaten at Olivia's. Oh. But I pull, hold up the doesn't suck because I don't want to say something sucks that I haven't been to yet. It, in fact, doesn't suck. So the correct answer was doesn't suck. So I will give the correct answer. What I think. <laughs> um, but no, you know what? Um, was there uh, recently. And they, they're doing a brunch on Sundays now. That was surprisingly good. I've had a couple meals there now, and they've been really good meals. It's always consistent, yeah. Um, well, not always. I've, I mean, I've always had consistency. I've had some. I've had some off meals there. Um, as a matter of fact, now this was many, many years ago. Uh, when I do my dining reviews, sometimes I will use an expression called uh, the flavor vacuum. That the food was run through a flavor vacuum before it was served. Uh, <laughs> that was born in two thousand at Olivia's because here was this dish that looked great and should have been really tasty. But it had absolutely no flavor. But I will say that recently, I've had about three or four experiences there. The most recent one being about three weeks ago uh, for brunch. And I was blown away. It was so good. And the service was phenomenal. Service was phenomenal. So um, that's kind of how this works. So we're just going to throw out a couple here. We'll do these every so often. They're a lot of fun. They're a little something different. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to another one. Saratoga Springs. Come on. Answers. Oh, God. That's a tough. Kate? Sorry. Okay. Keep them up. Jerry? First instinct. Jerry says doesn't suck. I I think being close to Disney Springs with all the entertainment restaurants and the new renovations that are coming there, plus, you know, I I, I, I love it. I, I, I like Saratoga. I own Saratoga Springs, but... It's not my favorite resort, but I do like it for what it has to offer. It was a, it was tough because economically it makes the most sense to purchase. Um, it's really close to some great entertainment and restaurants. Uh, but it is th- the DVC resort of last resort. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, unfortunately, it has come to that. For value, it's a great purchase. Again, you can use your point seven months out at any location. So it was a toss-up. If I had my choice to stay between Saratoga Springs and another resort, I'd probably stay somewhere else. But I like what it has to offer. And fiasco. So I said, I said doesn't suck, but there is things about Saratoga Springs. I mean, it's huge. The resort is enormous, and we were talking about this a little bit in a previous show. But uh, it's very likely that where your uh, room is going to be is going to be very far away from just about everything. Like, and it's a hike to get to to where you actually want to go. The proximity to Disney Springs is awesome, but I mean, we have a I won't get into it too much, but we have a thing coming out with Saratoga later that I get into it more. So I'll save it for that. But yeah, doesn't suck mostly. Now, disagreeing with the two of you is Mr. Shidley. Yeah, and it was, you said, what's your first instinct? We've stayed there and there's a lot to like about the resort. But the first thing I think of is the buffing there and how... It really reminds me of being at like Caribbean Beach or one of those resorts where you got to stop five or six times before you get to where you want to go. And um, 
and as as Corey just mentioned, how spread out it is, how you know you got to walk half a mile unless you're in one of the preferred sections. Uh, I mean, it is nice that it's close to Disney Springs, but you can also be a mile from Disney Springs and be at Saratoga <laughs> Springs. So um, I, sucks is probably too strong a word, but it's it's my least favorite. So, well, I have not actually stayed there yet. I have not actually stayed there yet. So um, I could break either way on this, but I'm going to say doesn't suck. Um, it, right now, the reason that I'm even hesitating um, is that the rooms are being renovated um, and there's a lot of buildings to get to and it's going to take a while for this renovation to happen. And the condition of the rooms right now, from what we've been hearing... The rooms that haven't been renovated are pretty bad. Um, that, coupled with the fact that it is so sprawling, coupled with the fact that I think it has an absolutely terrible quick service location, um, and that you know Disney Springs is uh, close by, but if you're not staying in Congress Park, it's not close. It's not close. Um, you know, in the Cong- if you're staying in the Congress Park area, it's an easy walk over to Disney Springs but if you're not then you know it's the it's the Disney Trail of Tears um, so uh, you know there's that but I'm not ready I'm not ready to say it sucks so if I can't say it with feeling I'm going to go with doesn't suck but we also have an episode coming up where we discuss um, making the case for Saratoga Springs Kind of interesting uh, what uh, one person who wrote a blog for DVC Store had to say about making the case for Saratoga Springs. And by the time I was done reading it, because so, I just I just passed right a first refusal on a Saratoga Springs contract, but I was going for the cheap points. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right. Next one. This will be. This might be divisive. Parties. Exclusive parties at Top of the World Lounge. Oh, quick. Come on. Come on. Okay. We have, we have three sucks. Pete, why does it suck? Uh, I think it's unfair to the, to the owners there. I think, you know, part of the reason they bought there is so that they can come on those holidays and go up to, you know, if they don't have a theme park view room, they can go up to the top of the World Lounge and watch the fireworks. And now all of a sudden, if you're an owner there and you booked your your room for the holiday, you get there and, oh, never mind, you can't go. you got to pay $100 or $200 or you it's already booked up, you know. So that's, that's why, I mean, I, I'm sure the events are very nice, but it's tough uh, when you buy something for a certain benefit and then that benefit is taken away. All right. Fiasco. So um, I love Top of the World Lounge. I love their small bites, and the view is amazing. I never attended one of the exclusive events, but I've been up there a number of times. Uh, I'm just thinking from the perspective of a vacationer, and if I was a vacationer and I came here with my family and we were like, oh, let's go to Top of the World Lounge. We're new DVC owners. This is an awesome perk we have now. And it's like, oh, sorry. Sorry. It's closed for the important event. It's like, ah, 
That would just that would infuriate me. Sorry, Gary. folks. Wally World's closed. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> like, I totally agree. So uh, both Peter and uh, Fiasco, I think you're d- dead on. So I'm, I'm in agreement. With and I am not. I am not. I am in the doesn't suck category. Now, I am the only one of the four of us that actually attended the 4th of July event. I am also an owner at Bay Lake Tower. Um, and I completely understand the argument being made that, you know, it was sold as, you know, Bailey Tower owners are going to have exclusive access to that lounge on 4th of July, New Year's Eve, things like that. I completely get that. Um, The big problem with this event, this recent event, 4th of July, was that they sprung it on people three weeks before. Right, they said you know people had booked eleven months out to get that, you know, be in Bay Lake Tower on the Fourth of July, um, and three weeks before they say, oh by the way, when that absolutely. However, however, Disney does do the fireworks on July third, the same fireworks, and that lounge was open to everybody as normal on July third. The event which was $100, was arguably the best private Disney event I have ever attended. Now, this is not somebody talking who's only been to one or two of these. I've been doing this 22 years. I've been invited to their press events. I haven't been invited to things most Disney fans would give their left arm for. This, if it's not the best one, it's in the top three. It was phenomenal. First of all, it was limited to 75 people. So, you know, there's this people yelling about it being a cash grab. Well, if it was a cash grab, that space will hold, when you, when you include the, the patio, 500 people. Yet they only sold 75 tickets because they couldn't guarantee what the weather was going to be. And that's not what you do when you're doing a cash grab. You don't care about the weather. You don't care about any of that. We'll put them, we'll give you umbrellas. But we're going to get that $100 out of everybody. The food was phenomenal. The service was phenomenal. Again, another DVC event where I felt appreciated as a member. And again, I'm not taking anything away from people who are upset about it and why. I think they have every right to be upset, especially given the way DVC handled it. However, um, they have now made, they told me privately, they've also now made, I think a public statement was made that going forward, um, people with reservations at Bay Lake Tower during when one of these events are going to happen, they will get emailed and have the first crack at booking these, which I think is fair. I think that's I, fair. I, I would agree. If that's what if that's what they do, then I don't have an issue with it. And that's what they're going to do. Look, that I, I know that, that there's a narrative. And again, I'm new. I'm new, okay? But I'm to just go off what I see. And I do talk to some of these folks. Um, I have relationships uh, in there. The, the same management team that runs DVC also runs Disney Cruise Line and Adventures by Disney. And... On the Dreams Unlimited travel side, I do a lot of business with them. So I 
I have some friends over there. Um, and I got to tell you, everything I've seen from these private events, I'm, I, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. It it's really feels like, hey, we do appreciate our membership. Yes, it's a business. Yes, they have to make money. Yes, they have to make money. But it felt to me like that's the impression I get. Now, I know that there are a lot of people that have been members a lot longer than I that don't feel that way, and I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm just saying this is how it's coming across to me. I'm not trying to be an apologist for them at all. Anybody who knows me knows I don't apologize for Disney ever. But I do try to be fair. And I think moving forward, if they give members the opportunity to, uh, you know, the people who are booked out 11 months in advance that have reservations there, they have first crack at booking these things. I think that's fair. Um, But there are going to be more of them. We already know New Year's Eve is going to be another one. There are going to be more of them. And you know what? I hope they do. I hope they do. Um, All right. Now, let's have another contentious one. Sucks doesn't suck. Walking a reservation. Come on. And we have unanimous (laughs) consent that walking a reservation if we'll switch over to Mr. Shidley (laughs) sucks why does it suck Pete well I mean we we did a show on it right and it's certainly a controversial topic but what I what I don't like about it is I mean it's you're using a system in which you're disrupting other people's plans and you know yes there's nothing illegal there's nothing against the rules of doing it but you're booking dates that are not i mean and eventually you're going to move off of them but you're you're disrupting other people's plans in doing so and i'd love to see a way that they could fix it to limit people's ability to walk um the reservations i i honestly don't think disney cares that much because it doesn't really hurt them at all to let people do it so um but uh you know unfortunately i think uh it's just something you have to deal with so and i'm going to i'm sorry go ahead no that's all i got okay um i'm gonna agree um i didn't know a lot about it prior to doing the show that we did on it and um i didn't have any opinion of it then one way or the other but the more I've thought about it, I agree with you, Pete, that um, it is not against the rules, right? Disney allows you to do it. The system allows you to do it. Um, but it's not something I will do. It's not something I, you know, that's my contribution to this. That, you know, I can't stop it from happening, but I don't have to do it. Um and that it does, it does interrupt, you know, pe- people who are desperately trying to make a reservation, it does disrupt their, their plans, their planning. I totally agree. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's a loophole that people have figured out and, uh, and it ultimately adversely affects the membership for those people trying to get those reservations. So I, don't, I agree. I don't think it's a good thing at all. 
And like I, I'm saying it sucks too. Um, I haven't ever walked a reservation or tried to do the way where you play the walking. So like you try to like piggyback on them dropping their reservation or whatever. I've never done that, but I can just like, just you can just think about it and say like, that's just an added stress to your family's planning process. Like it'd be much better if, you know, you didn't have to, you didn't have to play around people walking their rooms and like try to grab their dates as they drop them. Like that's just obnoxious. And it just adds all this extra stress to, you know, people's planning that they don't need, you know? All right. And last but not least, now I realize it's not open yet, but based on what we know, sucks doesn't suck. Riviera. Uh, no, no, no. You don't get away with that. You don't get away with that. Oh, sorry. You two panels. All right. Go on this route. So we have split decision. Jerry, you say it sucks. Why? I just hate that they put the resale restriction on it. Uh, aside from that, I love the idea of the Riviera. I think that you know the gondola system and the transportation is going to be cool. It's different. Um, I like the, the theming. Like my mom's from France, so that whole Riviera kind of – uh, feel to it is going to be great. I mean, there's there's definitely things I love about the Riviera, but the one thing I just can't get over is the restriction. I feel like they're only hurting their members by affecting the value of their property by, you know, taking that property and only having one uh, when they sell it. They're going to only have one. When they, the buyer only has one place to use it. So I think it's just a, that that's what sucks for me. And uh, fiasco, you say doesn't suck. Yeah, so the resale restriction definitely does suck with Disney's strong arm there. But I think that I don't know. I don't. I don't feel fair judging Riviera based on that because that's something that they're just gonna they're just gonna do going forward, right? So it, it's gonna it, either it's gonna affect all the resorts going forward that they start to sell, or they're going to backpedal and and st- stop with the strong arm on Riviera. Um, but. As Riviera as a whole, I really like the look of it. I like the idea of it, and I'm excited to stay there. So, doesn't suck for me, Mr. Shidley. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. To me, I don't think the resale restrictions should hurt what you think of the resort. So, it looks to me like it's a beautiful resort. I like the way that they managed to take a location that isn't a prime location and put the uh, Skyliner in and make it a prime location. Um, which is, to me, part of what DVC is, is part of part of being a deluxe's convenience to at least one of the parks. Um, and uh, so I, I think, to me, it, it, it's going to be a, a beautiful resort. Uh, I also like that they didn't put any cabins or anything like that there. So um, that makes me happy as well. So I, I say it doesn't suck. Well, I could break either way on this. I think it looks like it's going to be beautiful. I'm with Jerry, though. The resale restrictions are a non-starter for me. I won't buy it. I will not buy there um, because of the resale restrictions. Um, And the fact that it's basically on the grounds with Caribbean Beach Resort um, for me is just a non-starter. Now, this may change after it opens. I may feel differently after I see it. But based on everything I know right now, um, if I'm not willing, you know, especially while I'm in, you know, acquisition mode with points and contracts, if I'm not willing to buy it, if I'm not willing to buy it, if it's strong enough, if these negatives are strong enough that I would rather buy in at Copper Creek than at Riviera, then yeah, for me, I guess it sucks. 
So, all right, that is going to do it for this episode. That was fun. We got to do this more. Yeah. I love, this was such a great idea that Sean had. Yeah. Um, We'll have to make sure he's here for one of these next time we do it. Yeah, send me some paddles, though. Yeah, we got to send you some paddles, (laughs) no question. So, that's going to do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again next week with another episode of the DVC Show. Have a great week, folks.